This is Iron Mike Stedman. And as always, I want to thank you for tuning into my show, The Legendary Dog Whistle Brandon. Today on DWB, I go over a simple marketing framework called the Hawk Method, coined by Hawk Media CEO Eric Huberman. The framework is awareness, nurture, and trust. Nothing revolutionary on the surface, but you'd be surprised how many brands get it wrong. I break down how I'm implementing it at Ironbound Media and give you some considerations for your own business. If you want to learn more, I recommend you check out Eric's book, The Hawk Method, The Three Principles of Marketing That Made Over 3,000 Brands Soar. All right, Gunny, get them ready. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. You're listening to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide no fluff and high impact brand strategy and business coaching for veteran owned businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, founder of Ironbound Media and business coach at the Lions Pride. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock and load. I'm coming in hot and heavy today to talk to you all about a simple marketing framework called the Hawk Method from a Eric Huberman, founder and CMO, CEO at a Hawk Media, uh, which they describe themselves as your outsourced uh, CMO. The method is simple. Awareness, nurturing, and trust. Those are the three things that you got to do to build a cohesive and simplified uh, marketing plan. Now, you know, I have my own framework, the Dog Whistle Branding Framework, which is perfect customer, brand to attract them, and a whistle to communicate with them, right? But at a higher level, if you want to take it up one notch, uh, the Hawk Method is not a bad way to do so. And so what I figured I would do on this episode is even think through it with how I'm implementing it here at Ironbound Media. Um, and so let's talk about awareness, right? Creating customers. How do you create customers? One of the things that I'm thinking through is we obviously have the podcast. I love the podcast just to you know, share my POV, uh, the lessons we're learning as we help other veteran-owned brands, you know, grow and scale, um, and just having this as a great uh, resource for the community, right? I can also use it to touch base with people I haven't connected with before, um, introducing myself and learn about their brands and their businesses and, you know, how they got to where they are, sharing their own go-to-market play work. So the podcast is one of our primary vehicles for outreach, right? And honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is the main effort, Okay. Second to that is direct outreach, right? So reaching out to people one-on-one, whether it's via LinkedIn or referrals from other people, you know, they're like, hey, Mike, you need to go ahead and talk to this person. And so um, I'm not afraid to do direct outreach. And so here's what I will tell you too, for you all that are listening, that are, I'm going to say under, you know, half a million dollars in revenue, right? Sales Sales is still a big component of what you do, right? For the awareness phase, okay? Yeah, social media and stuff is great, you know, but I don't necessarily think it's the best for um, awareness that drives revenue, right? Because uh, unless I'm mistaken, you're not plastering your value proposition all over your social media. More than likely, most of you all are doing are just promoting your products and services, right? 
But in order to actually drive revenue, you know, you're going to have to close people. You're going to have to sell people. And it's hard to do that uh, directly through social media, right? Now, maybe I'm wrong. Some of y'all proved me wrong. But just for our sake, right, um, I'm not relying on social media um, in order to build a real awareness, all right? So we're leaning more into direct outreach. And the other thing I want to do is I want to do some more teaching. So workshops. I got a workshop I'm coming up that's coming up here with the Veteran Futures Lab that I'm excited about. I actually just did a workshop um, last year. It was really in October for the Military Influencer Conference, but definitely want to get out and about and start to teach my own dog whistle branding framework, start to do some workshops on positioning. You know, I've, I've had quite a few episodes on category design that people are really getting value out of, and I need to uh, do more of that because it's just such a non-obvious insight for a lot of you that are listening to the show. So in terms of awareness, that's what I'm thinking about, right? Podcasting, direct one-on-one outreach, and then uh, teaching workshops. Um, and then also, I will say this about podcasting, right? Some of this stuff, there is implied tasks. There I go using the, the military terms, right? So yeah, when I post a podcast, we do share our episodes on social media, but I'm prioritizing actually recording the content. I'm prioritizing who I actually invite on the show and the topics that um, we're covering. Um, and then that's how the social media figures into it. But like, I'm not overly reliant on uh, social media in terms of building awareness for what we do here at Ironbound Media, right? Um, not social media. I'm relying on the podcast to do that. So maybe that's a little bit redundant, but I just wanted to clarify that. All right. But for you, think about how you can build awareness, right? Um, maybe you go live on your social, right? Now that's where social can work, right? If you set up a a weekly live show or something like that. I think that's good. Um, maybe you're starting some kind of publication, a newsletter, right? That could be another way you build awareness. Um, you need some kind of main effort that you're going to show up to on a consistent basis to share your knowledge and insights and the value that uh, your company uh, brings, right? I know a lot of you are not running smaller agencies like me and my team, right? So you're trying to scale yourself out of more of that forward-facing role, but you got to have something coming out from the brand to let people know, hey, that you're alive, that you're there to solve their problems, um, et cetera. Maybe you can publish, uh, you know, uh, uh, blogs or something. You know, hey, here are five things that um, your target customer struggles with and how to overcome them. Just get creative, right? Um, there's a book called, what's the name of that damn book? Uh, Bullseye. I think it's Traction. Sorry, and it's not the Geno Wiction traction. It's the other traction where it talks about the different marketing channels available to you. And I think I've gone over it already on this podcast. If not, I will. But just create a list of, you know, 10 different options you have to build awareness. And then I want you to narrow it down to two to three. Honestly, three is a lot. Hell, two is a lot, right? Um, but I do want you to start to think through this uh, different ways that you can build awareness and more importantly, brief it to your team. OK, next part of the method is the nurturing. And he describes this as your purchase cycle and that customer lifetime value. So if the main effort is the podcast, in our case, our nurturing is going to be our newsletter. And for a while I had Erica, our head of growth, writing the newsletter. But you know what, man, I decided that I really want to take charge of writing that newsletter because it's really about building a relationship with my audience. That's what it's about. Um, and in order to be able to do that, right, I need to be more intentional about writing it because there's a lot of peanut butter marketing out there. You know, oh, we need a newsletter. We need these social channels. 
but then you read it and it's nothing. It's just like, there's no reason to actually open it. You're not actually learning anything. It's more just shameless self-promotion. And so for, for what I'm focused on with my team, right? That's not what we're going after, right? I really want to start to share a lot more insights, a lot of the knowledge and stuff that I'm learning. And hell, even today, like I was thinking to myself, like, man, I should probably write, uh, I need to just publish my newsletter more. Right now I'm committed to once a week because I am trying to stay on a consistent um, cadence. But at the same time, man, if I don't get some of these ideas out of my head, um, it's a missed opportunity. And so maybe I'll send out a newsletter more than once a week because, you know, again, I'm always thinking about category. And so I got some thoughts I want to drop drop to, you know, my followers. And so uh, newsletter is a great way to do that. OK, where else can you nurture people? For us, we're thinking LinkedIn, right? My personal LinkedIn page. Yeah, you have the business pages, but I don't know if those are the best for purchasing, for um, not purchasing, but nurturing. A lot of that is just hygiene. And what I mean by hygiene, are you alive? Are you a real company? Okay, um, because we can't be everywhere, right? We do need to focus on some core um, platforms, uh, some core pages, but between your personal accounts and your business accounts, it just becomes overwhelming. But for, for us, our personal LinkedIn page because we got not person, not a business person, my personal LinkedIn page, because again, going back to that relationship building, I'm trying to share insights. I'm trying to grow uh, my network. I'm trying to learn from other people. Um, and so LinkedIn is a great way to do that, to build those relationships. And then any additional content um, that you can create. So like I shoot a short video, right? That can be example of uh, some nurturing. Um, what else? What else? I think that's good for now. Newsletter, LinkedIn, and then any additional content. And actually, uh, my book, I need to go ahead and send out Black Veteran Entrepreneur to uh, those of you that are listening. I would love for you to purchase the book if you haven't uh, done so already, because I have a powerful chapter in there on positioning. Um, I think that's the best chapter in, in the book, my humble opinion. Hell, I'll send you the chapter for free if you're interested. Um, just DM me. But uh, the book is a great way to both build awareness and nurture clients, right? So, um, and I'm actually thinking about my next book, Dog Whistle Branding, and I'm gonna be doing some targeted interviews on this platform uh, for some brands that I wanna feature um, in the book. And so, um, yeah, it's gonna be a great platform to leverage that. So that's what I'm thinking for nurturing. Newsletter, LinkedIn content, and then Black Veteran Entrepreneur and potentially uh, the Dog Whistle Branding book. And then the last thing is trust, right? Um, trust really comes down to, are you who you say you are? Can you deliver the value um, that you promise? And so one thing I encourage all our all of you to do is have some kind of uh, brand guarantee where you take all the risk off the table. For me and my team, right, we do our brand probe. It's a $2,500 upfront engagement where we get to know everything about a uh, uh, client's brand. And after that brand probe, if they don't like our recommendation, right, we'll refund them. 100%. And so that's how we take the risk off the table. But think about yourself. Like, what can you do? In addition to that, right, referrals, right? I know a lot of y'all out there do business off of referrals, um, especially in the service-based industry. You know, it's it's all word of mouth. It's all reputation. And so people say, hey, you know, I'm struggling with my, my product positioning. They're like, oh, you need to talk to Mike and Ironbound Media. Or we want to launch a podcast. You need to talk to Mike and Ironbound Media. And so getting referral, referrals from your network. The great thing about this podcast, it's a great way for us to orchestrate a constant stream of warm referrals. So 
again, this, this platform does a lot of great stuff for us. In addition to that, getting some client testimonials, right? I haven't done the best job of grabbing client testimonials and promoting them. We have them. I need to update them on our website. And so even as I'm looking at this here, um, that's going to be a big part of what we're doing because we recently did a website for a client. Once we bring that, once we finish that site, looking forward to getting a testimonial from her because a lot of people don't realize that we do, um, we do websites as well, because again, it's all about nailing that brand and positioning and how you're showing up to the marketplace. And so one of the easiest ways to do that, and even just go through the process of understanding how to articulate is through nailing your website. Um, obviously delivering value, delivering the value and getting the return on investment that um, clients are making with us. That's a great way to continue to build trust. So I got referrals. I got testimonials on here. Um, what else can you do to build, build trust with your uh, target audience? Social proof is another one, right? Um, and I think that kind of ties into uh, referrals, but like even on the Ironbound Boxing side of the house, our nonprofit, man, been featured in damn men's health, men's fitness, Fox News, been all over the media. And so there's a strong trust with the brand um, because we've been doing it for so long. And that's another thing too is like, what uh, credibility do you bring, all right? Um, like, what's your expertise, right? How can people look at you and say, hey, this is the brand I want to go with? A lot of times, let's say CPG, for example, right? What makes CPG founders strong, particularly when it comes to seeking out investment, is articulating why you're the one to solve this particular problem. Like, what subject matter expertise do you bring? What industry experience do you bring? I just read a book, um, called The Myth of the Idea and the Upside Down Startup by uh, Professor Newton M. Campos. And one of the things he talks about is, you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we focus so much on the idea without looking at, hey, do I even have the social network, social capital um, that justifies why I think I can uh, bring this idea to market and succeed? You know, do I have the industry expertise? These are all things that we don't consider. And so industry expertise, networks, right? Um, previous experience doing something similar, right? That's all very appealing to those of you that are actually raising capital um, from investors, right? And then I also think about, um, you know, from a consumer point of view of like, you know, when I think about the brands that really, that I really identify with, like, let's use example, um, CrossFit, right? I do CrossFit, right? A lot of my coaches do CrossFit, They've been doing, obviously they do CrossFit, but they've been doing it for damn near forever, right? So there's a trust factor when I walk into that gym, right? And somebody says, oh, I got my level one or I got my level two and I've been doing CrossFit here. I've been doing CrossFit there. Um, I know this isn't like their first rodeo, um, but you've got to think about yourself as you scale from a brand perspective. It's like, how can you convey your, what we call your tactical advantage, right? Sometimes that tactical advantage can be your category, right? It can also be that trust that we talk about, about why you're the one to solve this particular problem for the industry and have the credibility to back it up, right? There's so many ways you can play on this um, and just something to think through. And again, for me, right, we can't do everything. We have a small team here, but I definitely want to lean into more um, referrals and testimonials. I'm already orchestrating referrals with the podcast, the newsletter, and my LinkedIn content. So that's uh, that's redundant. I need to get more referrals up on our website. Um, and that's why I like this method, right? Because 
as a strategist, right, what I try to tell people, your strategy is only as good as what you can actually execute on, right? And how many of y'all have been in those meetings where you put up all these ideas on the board, you do your little whiteboard, you do this whole strategy session, and then a week later, nothing's gotten done because you overcomplicated it. You committed to too much stuff on top of everything else you're doing. So even this simple framework, awareness, nurturing, and trust, right? Remember, this is just marketing, all right? And again, if you're less than seven figures, this is probably your sales and marketing framework, right? Adding that customer activation cycle of, i.e., your step-by-step -step process from converting a warm prospect um, into a paying customer. But outside of this, you still got operations, you still got all these other things. So we can't be everything to everyone, but here's what I will tell you. You need to have a strategy that you can actually execute on. I don't want to just say plan because people plan and don't do shit. What I'm talking about is having some down on paper and saying, we're going to commit to this. Okay. In my case, right. I already have the podcast going. Okay. We're already doing direct work, uh, direct outreach, right? We haven't done as many workshops. We've done a few workshops, right? But I want to do it on a more consistent basis. But what I have to do is I got to find a, a time slot to do it. And then I also probably going to have to pull back on some other things in order to facilitate that. Otherwise, stuff just keeps stacking on and stacking on. Newsletter, we're already doing. LinkedIn, we're already doing. Haven't done as much video content, but I can probably squeeze it in there on my iPhone. You know, just shooting a quick, you know, 60-second video. I am anti-Gary V. I'm not trying to post 100 pieces of content all over social and TikTok videos. That's just not who we are um, as a brand. But I am about teaching. And so if I can shoot, you know, one video every now and then, um, that could probably be good. And then I can have our head of growth, Erica, capture some more testimonials. She's done a great job of that before, uh, getting us those initial testimonials. Um, and then uh, the podcast is already working in terms of referrals. So, um, again, let's review this Hawk method. Awareness, nurture, and trust. Three things, right? Sometimes most of you aren't doing shit in terms of awareness right? You, you're just like, you're just not consistent. That's what I meant. Like you got to be doing something consistent, right? If you're going to send out a newsletter as a way to build awareness, right? I have a client, Mark Fisher over at Fisher Creative. They do the uh, Friday live, Friday Stoke, right? So they send out a sick photo every Friday, rain, sleet, hell or snow to their list of 15,000, you know, subscribers, um, um, letting them know what they're doing. And actually organize that list. So that's why it's, uh, they bought that list. So that's why it's um, awareness because a lot of those people are familiar with them, but they don't necessarily, um, they haven't had a, a real touch point outside of this newsletter. So that's one of the first ways that they're uh, building awareness um, for their clientele. So, um, but yeah, just get started, right? Even if you got to go through this and fill in one for each, that's better than nothing. And I would personally love to see what you all are doing from a marketing and brand perspective to drive revenue. Again, I know we got a lot of D2C brands uh, tuning in. Shout out to, I want to give a shout out to Verb Labs, my man Chase Hobby. They've got a great newsletter you should subscribe to. I actually had an opportunity to uh, write a piece and guest post on it, but that's how they nurture their clientele, right? So that's great nurture sequence, um, for the Verb Labs uh, newsletter. Um, yeah. So that's it. Fast and Furious. Hot. Let me know what you think of today's episode by shooting me an email at uh, mike at weareironbound.com or drop me a line on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. 
this is what I'm going to be focusing on. I might come back and do another episode after I uh, write it out a little bit more, but I just wanted to get you all something that you can actually execute upon um, today. So hope it adds some value. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't done so already. Until next time, everyone, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we provide no-fluff and high-impact brand strategy for veteran-known businesses. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders. We serve mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veteran and other badass-owned businesses at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com. <laughs> <laughs>